This is a Christology podcast. This is Dave Nielsen and my daughter Cameron. Hello. Hey, Bubba Lou. <laughs> All right, man. This is going to be about as real and raw as it gets because my sweet girl just showed up into town. She's 18 years old. She's <laughs> she's off on her own, living life in the world, and I'm so very proud of her. So we are going to take this opportunity to talk. The Christology podcast, we're going to talk about <laughs> about Jesus at the center, and you know that may not always um, mean the same thing to everybody, and that's that's okay. I've asked my daughter to just be where she's at her whole life. I've asked her that, and she's done that. So um, I'm going to pray real quick. Not real quick. I'm going to pray. Father God Almighty, we praise your name. We thank you that we can be here. Thank you that my daughter's here, that I'm here, that our sons are here, Milo and Matthew. My dear wife, Laura, is upstairs. But I pray you heal her concussion. She's in bad shape. Um, we thank you for this opportunity to receive and reflect your glory and seek you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to um, start with um, a picture. We had some hard years, Cam. Yeah. This is one. We'll start with this one. Um. <laughs> from the movie, from the documentary. The, oh, really? Yeah, this is that video. Slow down. <laughs> but that's right in the hard years. Mm-hmm. And looking at that house, of course, brings back memories and all that. Yeah. Um, so I'll hand it over to you, sweetheart. You want to just... Well... Gosh, I don't know. It's been forever. We've been wanting to do this for so long. Right. Yeah, so we got as long as we want, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's all cool. So, whew, I guess, um, do you think it shaped you? Do you think me going like you being away? Yeah. Yeah, I think it definitely, there was a lot of, like, I don't really remember a lot of, like, what I thought was happening. But um, I remember, like, I think when my mom told me you were getting a divorce, I think you were away, mm. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just remember a, yeah. a, a lot of like, I just didn't know. I just didn't know. And like, especially when she told me about the divorce, I also didn't know. So I was just like, oh, okay, everything's fine. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. So it's weird. Yeah. I can't remember a lot of like what I felt like, but I know that it for sure shaped me. And, but I, I of course, I never thought that you were like, you didn't want to be around me or, mm-hmm. or anything. It was just like, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. What, what, how could, what could you know as a... Four-year-old. <laughs> as this little sweet... <laughs> that little mouth just reminds me of like a... French McDonald's fry. French fry. Yeah. Or, or the shake or something. <laughs> so cute. I had this picture. I still have it in one of my war journals. And there's some pictures with me and Pepper in 2006, seven, where... Well, she died in 06, not 07. But mm-hmm. uh, where this is in the background. And I just love this little picture of you. Um yeah, I look so like now. I don't know. I look like I know something that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you were just on board, and Aww, this is our big Maddie. German Shepherd Maddie. Yeah, but you know, we what shocked me was I came home for you to be born on May twenty fifth of oh five. Mm-hmm. Some friends of mine got killed right before that and right after that, and so it was just super intense. But I came home, I think, the second time I went away, 
you were eight or nine months old mm-hmm. and I got home at like two in the morning and you remembered me. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't know. I thought you would just still be a baby mm-hmm. and you were a baby. You were eight months old, but you saw me and you, you gave me this look <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh, she still remembers. It's so real. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, there's always that like, even when, you know, we were apart for so long and I was like, 10 11 12 like it never even changed anything like us being apart or anything like never it was never even like a factor in anything because we just always were you know we still are doesn't matter yeah so we were apart you know because i deployed a lot but then we were apart because of the divorce and it was mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's not that we won't go into that we would but there's just like what's the point <laughs> yeah uh we were this little thing here um, mm-hmm. you gave me this nice green heart <laughs> and Jeff Teagues, who we're going to have on the show at some point, hopefully, um, uh, his wife, Jules wrapped that in that metal and stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. His wife did. Yep. So we were kept apart, but you know, Aww. there's me about 30 pounds lighter and <laughs> how old were you there? About 10, 11, 11, yeah. 11. In Florida, we, Laura and I would come see you um, mm-hmm. as much as we could, and it's just painful as all get out, but yeah. we got through it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, to break the tension, there's this guy. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he now? He's seven. <laughs> is he part horse? Oh, he's part Venus flytrap, too. <laughs> Whoa. Look at his mouth. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, he's, he is hilarious. He lived here for a while, so Kim lived here the last three. two and a half, three years. Um, she's 18. She's on her own now. She's out figuring it out, and I'm so proud of her, like I said. But um, we had a very hard time. We just did. I mean, let's not beat around the bush. Yeah. Um, kind of... Kind of like this hard. This is one. Of the <laughs> <laughs> hey Cam, what do you think about war? What do you think about that's dad being downwards gone? too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was like your preschool uh, teacher. Really? Uh, yeah, grab that photo. We, we weren't even there. It's like, whoa! <laughs> got something to think about. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, there were some. Uh, we did some awesome stuff too. We we would just take whatever opportunity we got and have fun wherever we were. Mm-hmm. Here's you with I the sore it. foot because you just walloped at me. You could throw some kicks. You still can. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> oh. So um, we decided. We talked a little bit beforehand, like we could mm-hmm. talk about things for hours, mm-hmm. and we might. Who knows? This is live. Like we're just like let's. Let's go. Roll film. <laughs> but we decided to kind of talk about Romans 5, um, suffering, perseverance, character, and hope. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? So, What is it again? It's kind of Paul's uh, timeline of how, how it happens. Mm-hmm. Suffering, suffering, perseverance, character. And hope, which is not which does not disappoint. I think suffering's always been like, of course it sucks, 
the um and you know for me like i'll get when i suffer it's like i get so freaking like i'm suffering you know like i'm in the trenches but i think i've always like always in my life i've had that i've had this what keeps me going is like just i know that i guess i have hope i know that Mm. if i i've just always always had this like feeling that like it's for a reason Mm. and i think that's what's been what's how I've been able to persevere, I guess, is like I've just all no matter how bad it gets, like I always know that this is there's more to it than this, you know, it's not just this earth and this life. Because if it was just like I don't know if I'm being on topic here, but if suffering was just like, oh, we're here on this earth and everything's horrible and sometimes it's good, but also it's horrible and then we die and then it's over, like I would be I don't know how I'd be able to do anything because I would just be. But I, I just I just know that it's, it's for a reason. Jesus suffered, you know, yeah. Paul suffered, <clears throat> everyone in the Bible suffered. Right. <laughs> well, not just suffered, but, you know, we're suicidal. And mm-hmm. at points, uh, Moses, Elijah, David, Jonah, I mean, there's so many Jonah. heroes of faith. Like, okay, God, this is, please just take my life. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're like, and we've been there. Uh, it's not a fun place to be, but mm-hmm. it it takes you to a different place afterwards. Mm, yeah. And to know that you can get through it, I guess, just... Yeah. So I found out recently that hope, and we're going to talk about the church after this, and okay. the Joel Osteen type <laughs> church, which is Mega just... church, non-Dino. Which is just crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so oftentimes it is, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus at the center, and I, I, you know, I'll end up doing the same thing if I call somebody a hypocrite. So I'm not mm-hmm. doing that, but I am, yeah. you know, when it needs to be done. Um, what was I going on before that? Uh, um, hope. Okay, I found out that hope. Um, oh, faith and love spring from hope. Mm-hmm. That made a lot of sense to me. I, I think Colossians one five says that faith and love spring from hope. Mm-hmm. So hope is first. And I had the hope too. Like I think hope was put in there, just a picture, like tiny little trampoline that, bling, <laughs> faith and love are going to spring from that. Mm-hmm. Um, because Cam, like I don't want to. You're my sweet girl. You're my Babalu, my my firstborn, my daughter. Mm-hmm. Any man can relate that has a daughter. Um, such a special thing. But you have been through more than me, and I've been through some crap, and people know that. And here you are. You're like a world champ at perseverance, unfortunately. (laughs) I mean, like nobody I've ever seen. Like, hey, are you going to complain some? Please? (laughs) This got to be hurting. You just keep trucking. Um, So, um, gosh. Oh, you introduced me to me, uh, Enneagram. Enneagram. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was really cool. That was a few years ago, but Pastor Matt just told me he's an eight. Oh, really? Uh, I think Maddie's an eight, right? No, Matt's a nine. Oh, really? I think. Milo's a three. Yeah. I'm a four. (laughs) (laughs) It's really interesting, you know? It's just information. It's not a religion. It's just information. It's just fun. But that was kind of cool and eye-opening. And, you know, now I'm reading The Unseen Realm, Mm -hmm. which is just like... 
whoa, just so much that we're learning. Mm-hmm. And it, um, so we just want to encourage people to dig in, not be afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, we just mentioned mega churches and <laughs> just so often you're, you live in Florida right near Orlando mm-hmm. currently, or you're, you're down there for a while. Mm-hmm. There's lots of them down there. You hadn't even heard about the Joel Osteen shooting, right? No. Or the, his, his church, yeah. No. A trans woman and her seven-year-old son, he was shot, and I don't know his status, but he was very close to death, Dang. unfortunately. But um, there's just so much, so much brokenness. Mm-hmm. And so we just want to say Jesus at the center. The question remains, who is Jesus? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sweetheart, you've pretty much just, kind of uh hang on where are we at <laughs> in the last you know few years at times when i brought it up <laughs> you kind of said that <laughs> yeah and and i got it i get it you know i've said it too at times so <laughs> sometimes that's how we feel i think the key is to just be where you're at mm-hmm. and say it so um i appreciate that i respect it and i think you do the same to me mm-hmm. um so thank you for that what do you think about these um, churches? Yeah, uh, it's it's so I've I've grown up like very well for a lot of my life when I was a kid. Like I would go to these churches and um, it's, <laughs> I like to make fun of it. You know, you get the smoke machine, and there's always like some dude, uh, uh, or at least in like like in youth groups, some dude always comes out and he's like, "Let me tell you guys about." We talk about this, and it's always just some like super far fetched metaphor. It's just like you know, loving Jesus is like it's like it's like riding a bike, and it's just so there's like music in the back. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I think that my thought, one of my thoughts is that well, first of all, I think these specific churches where it's like it's just a money grab, you know, and. I, I think it's remarkable that they're able to make so much money because they really say a whole lot of nothing, you know? Like, it's just... And I think that at least what I've noticed with, like, a lot of the youth groups, they they almost, like, prey on these little kids, like, mental, either, like, pain or, or emotions or something because they always, like, plant a seed at the beginning of the sermon, and and it's always shame-based like it's always like Mm. to make you feel bad about something and it's all it's always like you know they like to make themselves seem like they're so like oh you they just like to love people and help people but then it's just so at the very core of it it's just let's make you feel bad about being a human and you know you're 10 you haven't even had a chance to (laughs) yeah um, oh. and I, and I, and I went to these churches when I was a little kid. And so I had that shame planted in my head and it's such a simplistic, you know, too. It's like the modern evangelical, like you either go to heaven or you go to hell. Right. And heaven is, <laughs> oh, let's walk around in robes and, or we can go to hell and yeah. oh, it's burning fire. What's it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't, you know, if you don't immediately like renounce all your, <sighs> I hear you, girl. Yeah. yeah. Preach. So, no, you're you're nailing it. <laughs> so, but that's what I like grew up in. So it's hard for me to. Yeah. I, I I'm learning more and more. Like that, it's so much more than that. Not not Christianity, but church. It's so much less than that, right? <laughs> yeah. It's. And and then 
possibly so much more. We're figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. That's why I like this podcast. I mean, this is probably the freshest, most, <laughs> not probably, it is most like right to the point one we've done, Cam. So just mm-hmm. keep it up. I said, I mean, I'm proud of you. I am. Yeah. I do not um, want to ever have any fear of God's word or, or who Jesus is. I don't need to protect that. Mm-hmm. Right, so we can talk. I can. We can talk to anybody about that question. Mm-hmm. It's not to perpetuate, especially tradition in the 21st century. Like mm-hmm. we we need to go back. And, context means going back to the original. You know what he was saying, and when who who was he with? Mm-hmm. Sinners, prostitutes, um, <laughs> drunkards. That's who he was with. So, mm-hmm. um, because they're the ones that needed him and unconditional love and redemption and same with us so i think you know i never really understood like the whole, why like christology why it's so important like mm. who jesus is who jesus is but i think now i understand it because like these either you know smaller i'm just gonna call fake church like you know that that brand of yeah. it's they don't it's because they don't they don't freaking read the hey let's actually read about jesus and what what was he actually like or you know you read it and you take it at face value or you like like the whole turn the other cheek thing people misinterpret that like no jesus was jesus had character jesus was funny jesus was like (laughs) yeah he but he he loved people so deeply and just that's that's what it is if that's not at the center of your ministry or, or whatever like love Loving people, not like, hey, let's get, let's give money to people and right. make everyone appease people and, right. and you know, never tell anyone off. But, you know, if that's not at the heart, like just genuinely wanting the best for mm. humanity and wanting people to, wanting justice in a, in a godly way, you know, like it, that's, if you don't, if you don't have that, then, you know, you're not doing it right. Wow, I feel I just felt like I uh I raised you well. <laughs> Cuz that's I mean, I'm so glad to hear you say that. Yeah. Not that that's the like the right answer, but you're you're looking to the right answer. Mm-hmm. I don't have it, you don't have it. Yeah. Possibly you're you know, you're saying if Jesus is who he says he is, then love, then then that is the answer. So, amen. Thanks. Thank Thanks. you. Wow. Um Gosh, and you mentioned character. He had character. He did. Yeah, he suffered. Um, he suffered, and he was then a he human. He was a person. He had. He, he was entirely human and entirely God. Entirely human. He was. You know, he had skin and bones, and yeah, yeah, felt it. He felt the pain of yes. And do you know he's he still is entirely human? It's mm, interesting. I hadn't thought of this. I just read it in N.T. Wright, but after the ascension, he remains. Entirely. Now he has a resurrected body and he's, um, you know, like he was at the campfire and mm-hmm. after the resurrection, he can <laughs> go through walls and ascend and descend, but he, he has a human body where he ate, mm-hmm. he ate and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's pretty cool. He still is entirely human. Mm-hmm. He's our high priest. That's how we can, re- he can relate to us. We can relate to him mm-hmm. because he was human and that's so important. So yeah, I had that moment too where it, it occurred to me, um, wow, just what you just said, Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was 
six years ago, but I had been a Christian for 26 years. So it takes what it takes, you know, and I'm not saying I'm there or anything like that, but I know it's all about the search. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we started with suffering. We made it through all that suffering mm-hmm. um, to, to come out the other side. Yeah. So, Cam, you you just dropped in and you missed this guy. <laughs> was he not awesome? Doug, oh, Doug. He was like the heart of everything we did. He was always, <laughs> everything we did is, let's joke about Doug. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> For years. You're right, man. He just, hey, oh, what's up, Kim? <laughs> it up? felt like he would never leave. I know. And then that was the first, that was the first frail death of ever, like, mm. I mean, my step-grandma died. I didn't really feel, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really close to her, but Doug, man, yeah. like, and it was weird at first because I wasn't, I couldn't cry for mm. a while until it was like, until the moment when the doctor walked in and had the shot in her hand and I was Oof. like, oh. like it just, cause and then, and then after was when he had his heart had stopped, and I was I remember like I wouldn't I wouldn't let go of him. Mm. Laura was like, it's, "He's not here anymore." Like, right. But it it was like I've never felt anything like it before. But like he's right there though. Like he should mm-hmm. be right there. Like I just can't comprehend. Like he was. Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> like his body's right here. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and that's oof, you know why we have hope, and then. I think it was a few weeks later. I was just like, everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like he's orbiting. Like just, mm-hmm. you know, I sensed it was the right time and it was, and you and Laura had like a <laughs> tear and a laugh in me too. Like that was the hardest, but. Oh man. It just, yeah, it felt like he, even when he was dead, it was like, it felt like he was just going to wake up yeah. and come back. So Cam, we started this whole series called Watch the Dog. <laughs> and Watch the Dog. Uh, you know, like Pepper and we did the one about Doug. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, just so you know, like we can, uh, revisit that Mm -hmm. sometime and everything. Cause we talked about scripture. Uh, well, we haven't done the episode yet, but we're gonna do an episode with scripture pertaining to animals, you know, who knows? (laughs) Ecclesiastes 321. And there's, there's Psalms. There's just, you know, in Jonah, very end of Jonah, the last word is animals. God says, I'm not just going to, Forget about 100,000 people and the animals. Mm-hmm. He cares. I love how it ends with a question. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Jonah. Yeah. Wait. So, wait. <laughs> Where's the rest? Yeah. And the thing is, Jonah would you know had to have told that story. Nobody else would have known mm-hmm. the things that he went through. So it was Jonah telling on himself, being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's an awesome yeah. thing. Sweetheart, what's your plans for the next... Uh, Tell me your uh, one-year, five-year, ten-year goals. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, I don't even... I'm kidding. You know I I'm kidding. I am so, like, I don't know how to explain it right now. I feel like everything's just, like, on hold. Hmm. I don't know. Like, not even, like, just life. <laughs> 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 Quick little flush. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to... I, I don't know how I'm going to do life but i know it's gonna happen and mm. like i feel like i'm so uncapable and also so capable at the same time like i feel like 
I don't know how everything's going to work out. I don't know how things could possibly work out, but I know that I felt like that a million times before. Mm. And like, like if I think of myself right now, even like six months ago, a year ago, like if I were to see myself right now, I'd be like, whoa, and that's it's going to keep happening like that. You know, yeah. like things are going to, yeah. anyways, no, that's, I like to hear that. I mean, um, it's okay. Like you, uh, by the way, I mean, your f- potential through the roof. I don't. I don't even know how to. I just want to say it. Like you're really um, smart and talented with the DSM five stuff. I mean, I mean, what what field is that? What do you want me to call that? Psychology. Psychology. It seems like it doesn't fit. Like yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like I was a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, um, I, I love it. Yeah, I mean. It struck strikes a chord with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you were able to see. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're able to see like some solutions to the the way some people act, the way they do. Mm-hmm. Maybe ourselves included sometimes. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, you showed me that the DSM five one Christmas. Fifteen <laughs> year old Cam asked for the DSM five, you know, big fat book, and. Um, the Enneagram stuff. And I just think that's an awesome field. I've got so much help, you know, mm-hmm. you've got help. Mm-hmm. We turn around, we help one another. This is the second commandment after the first greatest commandment. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, are you thinking about that stuff in your future? Or I want to, I did want to be a therapist for a while. Like I wanted to get my, uh, side doctorate psychology, but now I'm more thinking like, I want to, um, do social work. I want to, I don't know exactly how it's how it all plays out, how to get jobs and everything, but I, I do like my thing I would love doing the most would be working at like a, either like domestic violence shelter or like a victim's advocacy place where they can, you know, people who aren't getting justice from like abuse or um, violence or anything, you know, like social workers who can fight for for those people and and that would be like my dream. But and um, why is that? I don't know. I feel like I just I just want to and I and I hate saying this cuz I don't want to sound like I'm like some savior like oh let me help people so I can be all all great and I don't know. Maybe people don't say it like that, but that's how I feel when I say it. But I just want to I just want to do literally anything I can to help you know, I just have a very specific place in my heart for abuse victims, uh sexual violence, sexual assault mm-hmm. domestic violence um and i just want to do whatever i absolutely possibly can to d- help as much as i can in my my own little <laughs> yeah human e- life whatever i can do to use it for good amen you've experienced some not some <laughs> reckoning i mean just it's okay. you've had a very very extremely more than anyone expected and then some rough time and here you are with with that same baby smile on your face (laughs) so i just commend you so much um (laughs) every time you know let's we talk a little bit and then suffering perseverance character hope (laughs) and then it it feeds it it's a cycle and it builds us Mm -hmm. character that's why i love football it's life compressed yeah it's not all about the football it's you know Mm -hmm. but um suffering is what am i trying to say it's it's so 
it's such a when I say beautiful, I don't mean like, oh, it's like a wow, it's so like a flower. Well, kind of, but it's not like a, a pretty face or a the most I the most beautiful things come out of suffering. Like like I love Sylvia Plath. Sylvia Plath killed herself. She put her head in an oven when she was like thirty something. She tried to kill herself several times before that. Obviously she was suffering. The things that she wrote mm. are so beautiful and moving to me. And like I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like beauty comes out of suffering, but then like some people can't persevere. Like she couldn't persevere. Your brother yeah. couldn't persevere. You know, I've yeah. gotten close to not being able to persevere. Yeah. It's hard. It's so hard to persevere. It's like <laughs> the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. Like right to the edge hard. Mm-hmm. Like no joke, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you know, but, the beauty here is like just to hear it talk about it like this. It's like it just takes the heaviness out of it. Mm-hmm. I trust so much more just hearing you talk about it like this. Um, I'm so glad we did this just for this reason to hear you just talk about it. And mm-hmm. it's it's such a big thing. I was going to ask you or bring up the. F- I was just asking some folks at church. Uh, have we got to the point where we suffer well? Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. somewhere I was you know researching, and that's kind of a. A thing if you can suffer well and then you went and talked about the beauty of suffering Mm -hmm. so i appreciate that that's um who likes it (laughs) nobody it's yeah sometimes i'll get in a mood where i'm just so freaking like just just i feel like everything is i've always felt like different like fundamentally (laughs) different just on every level (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) i'm just set apart in every way from everyone else you know and that means holy right that's what holy means yes you did tell me this so <laughs> mm, <no. laughs> <laughs> but in a bad and i'll get i'll get so almost like having a pity party for myself but um so i feel like you can be suffering genuinely and also be like feeling sorry for yourself and pity yourself like they're not you can have two at the same time but because I'll be so like really, really, really suffering, but then I'll I'll get like I forget I forget that there's a point to all this, you know, and I'm like, mm, poor me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize there was a point to it until I was like in my late thirties <laughs> or forties. So you're way well, ahead of the game. I just that's really what gets me through those moments where I'm feeling like, damn, I just want to. I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I really just Mm. don't, you know, like knowing that you have knowing that there's I'm that I'm strong for it. Mm. And that like, I don't know. It's almost like a, I don't know. I want to be like Phil Corn and be like, I'll show you. You think I can't? She's talking about (laughs) Phil Anselmo, (laughs) Pantera. Unscarred by trials. (laughs) One of our favorite songs. New level of confidence. And power. Such power. Would you, um, let's talk about, I asked you if we could talk about this, but I didn't bring this up, but you should be okay with it. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. The day care. that we took Ethan to the zoo, do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So a, it's a boy in our Cam's brother's class, his name. Is Ethan, um, and um, he lost his father. Yeah. 
very recent or prior to this event. And he went with us like a field trip, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you asked to go along, which was, I was like, yeah, heck yeah. Knowing that it, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we, we hung out with this boy. And um, what was it? We came home. We came home. And he <laughs> came with us for like a, about an hour and then we drove him home. Yeah, I think his, one of, his mom came and picked him up. But I remember seeing you. You After it was over, you went, I got to show this. You, you, <laughs> you just like lost it. You were just like, oh, and you were crying. It was so, I, man. Oh, are you going to say something else? It was like, I felt such a strong, like, there's something that he said at one point or like where I just looked at his little face and he was so just like, mm. you know, and, <laughs> oh my God, just, but when we were driving back, I think I had like barely, literally I had gotten like an hour of sleep the night mm. before. So I was, we were driving home and I was, my stomach hurt and I was like, so I was kind of annoyed and mm. he was, he kept asking me to use my phone and I, I, <laughs> I got a little bit annoyed at him and then. Mm. When we left him, I felt so bad for it. I was mm. like, oh, I felt so bad and like overly guilty about it almost. And I just, but my heart just went out for him. Like, man, like his dad just gone. Like, mm-hmm. he's like 10, like Jet. You want to talk about Jet? <sighs> talk about Jet. <laughs> I got you. Oh, gosh. We're going to do this, huh? Yes, talk about Jet. Okay. So I'm coaching football and, uh, yeah, there's a boy named Jet and somebody, I forget how it happened, but uh, they're just like, um, just so you know, take it a little easy on Jet. He lost his mother today. I'm like, lost her where? <laughs> lost her where? She passed away. I'm like, what? And he's here? <sighs> and it, my mind processed like all these things. And I was like, it's okay that he's here. My, you know, because I was like, mm-hmm. why is he here? Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. He's here at football practice. So, um, Oh, so we practiced and then we had a game that week and I don't like to cry on podcast. Um, oh. He, uh, he was playing line. He was a D lineman and, um, he got trucked over. It was a really tough game. Milo's having a tough time. Uh, he got, so Jack got trucked over and he's, he needed to come out. So he came out and he was crying and I came up and I said, what happened, buddy? Did they, did they, uh, did you get hurt? And he said, no coach, I want my mom. And he said it to me because I had been addressed it in practice. Uh, not to baby. I'm just to be real as, as real as I could. I didn't know what to say, but we did pray in practice. I asked him if he wanted to pray and he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he said that, and then he started crying, and I um, started crying. And I don't know how long it was. It was a time warp. I haven't had many time warps since I was in combat, but I had a time warp. And I just do what I tell. Be, just be where you're at and shoot from the heart. And so we came up out of there, and I remember Milo and Maddie looking at me like, what happened? Yeah. You know, I told him, and... um yeah, 10 years old. Um, talk about suffering. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, the Sierra Leone podcast, I'm 
I, I still, I'm like, are you sure you guys want to hear me talk about Hebrews 5? Yeah. Yes, yeah, Super Dave, please. So, okay. <laughs> I do. And there's like three kids there barefoot listening to me talk about the book of Hebrews, which is so difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, people at our church, I can't, I don't want to do this. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, God's showing us how to suffer. Maybe there's something to be said for that. Like people who are suffering the most, like people in Sierra Leone who don't have shoes or a house or food, food, water, stuff that we would cry like little babies if we didn't, if we don't have the right soda. We're like, let me do it, you know. And then people like that are like, oh, let me, let me, like. So when I was like 12, we there's this like African like. So from somewhere in Africa, I think like Kenya, and they would travel around the country doing like they would they were like singing, and it, they were raising money for people back home who didn't have like anything. Hmm. These people were the most kind and generous and like almost happy people like I have ever seen in my life. Almost happy. <laughs> Damn near happy. They were cheerful. They were like, and then, but and to me, it's like, well, why you don't mm. you don't have anything? But you know, maybe there's something to say for that. Like suffering, like these people are incredible people, and they don't have anything. And here we are in America with all we could ever wish for, and we're still dissatisfied. Yeah, yeah, that started to get my attention when I started to focus on Christology. Was people that were saying, God is good. We're the ones that, you know, were homeless by Walmart sometimes. And I'm just like, I thought it was fake. And then uh, you talk to them. Well, let's go talk to this person. Mm-hmm. And it's not fake. They're suffering. They're at a different level of living than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I want that. Yeah. I want to be able to be okay no matter what. Um so we dive in, and you and you cried, and I just cried talking about Jet, and oh, I didn't guess what? Mm-hmm. Tim Baker had his first day at school. School, oh, yeah. uh, Friday. Oh, that's so good. Thursday, or Friday. The boys told me they were so excited. Oh, Tim Baker was um, just. I think we'll leave that for another podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a big deserves one. its own one. Yeah, and I don't want to cry again, but <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you one thing. I made it. God is good. <laughs> I love black church because it's just right there. I mean, seriously, that's why I go with Antoine sometimes. And um, it's just right there, more out in the open, you know, like, hallelujah. I never thought I would be like this because that's, you know, that's what the mega churches do. But, man, be where you're I'm at thankful. is the best advice I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. <laughs> Got your heartbeat in my chest. <laughs> It's all good. Well, um, Cam, it's been awesome. I think we could and should do this periodically. Oh, yeah. Um, let's just end it on this. I, I really like this picture. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You look so Hollywoody. <laughs> <laughs> You're just the best daughter. Like, right away, man. Like,. <laughs> Going back to flipping Iraq in 05, those were hard, 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 hard years. Mm-hmm. 
just the beginning of hard years. It was going to get worse. <laughs> After you were born was like shock. It was like, it's the most emotional pain I've ever felt in my life. Mm. Um, because there was this attachment right away. Not everybody experiences that. My buddy, Tom Brown, awesome, good day, Chona. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he and his daughter took, you know, a few months cause he was like, people are thinking I got to have this bond right away and I don't. Mm-hmm. But once he let it happen, it happened. Mm-hmm. But you and I had it right away. Like, I don't want to go back. I need to protect you. But, yeah. uh, you know, and I get back in for days, people are like, what the hell's wrong with you? And I didn't know at the time. Like I was, I didn't know how to say it. Like mm-hmm. something's very wrong. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I, I learned and I'm learning how to suffer well. Yeah. Praise God. And um, you certainly are too. <laughs> the boys are. Um, because, not just for the sake of suffering, but uh, as we persevere through it, we see that we have character. People are attracted to character. Mm-hmm. That's when people like Ethan look to you and want your phone. <laughs> he probably knew he was annoying you, but <laughs> there's a 16-year-old girl sitting there like... <laughs> You're kind of cute. Can I see your phone? <laughs> um, you know, there people are attracted to character, and um, and then the hope just gets bigger and regenerates itself. Mm-hmm. Faith and love spring from that. Anything else you want to talk about, Baba Lou? We sometimes we have like five minute closing. Finally, somebody appreciates my music. I like it. I really do like it. It's like yeah, talk to Maddie about serious. it. What do you say, Grandpa? He's like, Dad, this. Are you serious? You like this? <laughs> yeah, buddy. I made it. it. Took me like four days and nights to make because I'm not good at it. He's like, you could have done better. <laughs> I love it. Gosh. Joel Osteen. <laughs> Man, what? Go ahead. Just, I hate that genre of church and yeah. people. I grew up, well, when I lived with my grandpa, we watched, uh, what is it called? Swaggerts. <laughs> Just awful, awful, awful people. They don't care. It's like a power trip, I think. Like, you get to stand on stage and be like, <laughs> Just hate. They just hate people. They hate everyone who. Mm. Eh. We got to call it for like, it is, we, we, we give people. The opportunity to speak their mind. This is my daughter, Cameron Rose Nielsen. She is speaking her mind. I'm proud of her. She's where she's at. I'm where I'm at. Jesus has brought me to life. He is the way, the truth, the life. I have an amazing, incredible life. I have my daughter, my sons, and my wife here. I'm just couldn't be happier. Rick Vera just stopped by the D lineman I coached. He got hurt a couple of years ago. I haven't seen him. He's really good to see him. So, um, yeah, what an awesome day. Lord God. Praise your name. And if that sounds cliche, Lord God, help us to forget that cliche and do it in a different, unique way. God, we want to know you. I want to know you. I want to see you. There's a scripture that says, when can I see the Lord? I love that. <laughs> Me too. Um, because we believe, Lord God, and we see the progression that you talk about in suffering, perseverance, character, hope. We have hope, so Lord, we just, we're trying to praise you, we're trying to figure out how to best know you and praise you, and and you meet us there, Jesus. Thank you for that. Lord, show us where we're wrong, that we may change and grow, 
uh, not wrong, but just, you know, where we can suffer better, suffer well. Thank you for this time, Lord. I lift up my daughter here, Cameron Rose Nielsen. Lord, bless, protect, guide her, that she may receive and reflect your glory. Now that I believe in, uh, that she may receive and reflect your glory, God. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Mm. All right.